Vox Quick Hits. Ten days ago, Georgia passed a nearly 100-page overhaul of its election laws that immediately caused an uproar. Democrats, Delta, Coca-Cola, and now even Major League Baseball. But it turns out some of these corporations were involved in crafting the legislation. On the show today, we're going to try and figure out what's going on in Georgia and why it matters, even if you're not in Georgia. And it matters because of Georgia's 2020 election season. Emma Hurt is a politics reporter at WABE in Atlanta. It was a really competitive state, as many people might remember. Just about a 12,000-vote margin in November for Biden. He flipped the state blue after decades of Republican control. And then there were these Democratic big upset wins in our Senate runoffs right afterwards. And then you layer on that former President Trump's false claims of voter fraud that really began to coalesce and focus in on Georgia, where there were a lot of conspiracy theories and false allegations swirling around about the elections. And so this law also seems to appear that it's playing into that, that big lie of voter fraud. And so it really doesn't look great for Republicans, even though it's an 100-page law that does a lot of things. Some would argue restrict voting and others actually expand it. Is there backlash the second this thing is signed? There is. And actually, I don't know if people remember, but that night a Georgia state representative was arrested in the Capitol because she was knocking on the governor's door trying to witness the signing ceremony because it was signed within an hour of it being passed. Our governor is signing a bill that affects all Georgians and you're going to arrest an elected representative. There were lawsuits filed immediately. Tonight, a third federal lawsuit has been filed challenging Georgia's new voting law, which was signed by Republican Governor Brian Kemp last week. The lawsuit filed by civil rights groups claims that the new law restricts the rights of voters, including voters of color and those in religious communities. And then there was also pressure on Georgia's business community because when all else fails, you know, Georgia prides itself as being a business-friendly state. And so these companies do have a lot of influence in Georgia. And so that's where the story has gone now. Yeah, tell me a bit more about the corporate backlash. Word on the curb (laughs) is that these businesses had been involved. Some of Georgia's major businesses like Delta and Coca-Cola and the Chamber of Commerce, as the bill was being written. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Why why did... Why would Delta or Coca-Cola be involved in this process at all? Because Delta and Coca-Cola have an interest in Georgia's reputation. Do we know how Delta and Coke and anyone else weighed in in the process of writing this law? We know that Governor Kemp has said... But we were also having, I mean, talking to the business community a lot, probably, you know, at least once a day on... You know, what the Senate was doing, what the House was doing, getting their feedback. And that's just part of the legislative process. I think it was very. And, you know, the day after the bill was passed, Delta released this statement that was sort of vaguely, you know, we're in favor of voting access. And it didn't say anything about the law specifically. I think some of the Republicans in the middle who wrote this believe that it had been a compromise and that business had been at the table just like everyone else had had their input. But the pressure continued to mount. And I think there were there were behind the scenes meetings with corporate leaders from voting rights activists, 
leaders in the Black community saying, this is not okay. You, you need to do more than just kind of a lukewarm statement about it. Even if you tried to lobby to make it better, that's not good enough at this point. And so almost a week after the law was passed, all of a sudden we've got these statements from businesses all over the place. We have a group of African-American business leaders around the country, including the CEO of Merck, former CEO of American Express, decrying, you know, broadly this push of, you know, voter security measures around the country led by Republicans. But then we had these very, um, these very forceful statements from the hometown guys, from Delta and Coca-Cola, which really caught Republicans by surprise. Because remember, they said they'd been at the table the whole time. They never had any big complaints. And Delta CEO came out and called the, the law unacceptable and said it was based on a lie. The, the right to vote is sacrosanct. And is. we can't do anything to send a message to people that we're going to make it more restrictive and harder to have their voice heard. Coca-Cola CEO called it unacceptable as well. Uh, so now we're focused on advocating uh, and trying to get it changed. And so this really, you know, Republicans in the legislature felt almost betrayed by this because Delta and Coke are, are George's, you know, gems in in the business community, right? They're some of the largest employers. And this really threw them for a loop. And within the day, because Delta and Coca-Cola came out with those statements the last day of the Georgia General Assembly, and that night, the state house passed a law with a last-minute change that would, hmm, conveniently remove Delta's fuel tax break, which it had enjoyed for years. It didn't get picked up by the state Senate, so it didn't become law. But it was very much kind of unabashed retaliation. I mean, the House Speaker said, you don't feed the dog that bites your hand. They love our policies when it benefits them. But now they're they're saying this about our other policies. I mean, there's that. And then there's even been a couple of uh, state lawmakers who have said, we don't want to serve Coca-Cola products in our suites anymore, in our offices. Are they going to have to drink Pepsi? That is a question. And actually, the House Speaker said, you know, I tried a Pepsi the other day and it wasn't <laughs> half bad. And that is sacrilegious in Georgia political and business communities. I mean, oh, wow. there are very few people who would admit to drinking a Pepsi by choice in Georgia to this point. I mean, I know it seems like a silly thing, but that was huge symbolism in Georgia. And we haven't even talked about the biggest single backlash Georgia has suffered as a result of this law, which was that on Friday... Breaking news here on CBS Sports HQ. Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred announcing that the league is taking the 2021 All-Star Game away from Atlanta. The move comes in response to new voter laws passed in the state of Georgia. The new law adds Democrats and Republicans alike are not happy with that decision, right? I mean, there are Democrats who represent that area where the where the stadium is, who have said this is not going to help Georgians at all. This is going to negatively affect Georgians' livelihoods. But the pressure, the national pressure, really didn't let up. And it, it really, it, it felt like this wasn't just a Georgia issue anymore. You know, the MLB was responding to something far larger than that. I mean, the law is the law now. And as you pointed out, the legislative session has ended. What can the possible upshot of all of this corporate backlash, though certainly getting a lot of headlines, what could it, what could it be? So I think people are looking for support on the multiple federal lawsuits that have been filed against the law already. 
And then they're looking for support on the federal legislation that's been in the works, the federal voting rights legislation that would prevent some of these state laws like Georgia from passing and really, you know, increase the federal government's role in voting. But you're right. The law is the law. And I will say that Governor Kemp and other Republican leaders in response to the MLB's, you know, pulling of the the game have said, we're not backing down. I mean, we're not going to change anything. Um, We're not going to back down to, quote, cancel culture and has defended the bill up and down. Cancel culture? They brought in cancel culture? Yeah, they did. And, and, you know, politically, it's been an interesting moment for Brian Kemp because he faced a lot of backlash from pro-Trump supporters after the 2020 election because he refused to comply with former President Trump's request basically to overturn the election. He stood his ground. He defended the Constitution and said, I can't do that. That's not in my job description as governor. But now this this uh, pushback has given Kemp a platform to really unite with those people who perhaps had been on the fence about him, saying, I support Governor Kemp again. We're all in this together against the left trying to cancel Georgia, meddle in Georgia's elections, et cetera, et cetera. That was an excerpt of Today Explained. To hear the whole enchilada and others like it, check out Today Explained wherever you check out your podcasts.